This is the Rugby Muscle Podcast, talking all that you need to become the best rugby player you can be. Now here are the Rugby Muscle Coaches, TJ and Alex. Yes, 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 yes. We are back once again with another Rugby Muscle Podcast, and I know it's a day late, and I do apologize, but I figured that rather than be a complete nut job and talk to my laptop on my own and then have it only make sense when people listen to it, I figured actually what I'd do is have a conversation. So welcome to the Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and I'm joined as almost always by Alex. Good day. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. You know, it's, uh, it's going well. Good lunch. <laughs> what, you had a good lunch? What did you have for lunch, mate? We went, uh, I had a mushroom pasta or some broccoli. It was good. Where's your protein? <laughs> uh, this is our second time. We're laughing because this is the second time that we recorded this. I record one podcast on my own, and I forget how to set it up so that it picks up Alex's... Uh, Alex's voice, but we figured it out within 30 seconds, and we're back again recording it for the second time. But you don't know any of that. We're just weirdly laughing for no reason. So now you do. But what did you? So why did you? Why did you not have protein? I uh, I just fancied the mushroom pasta, mate. I got a thing for uh, white sauces on pasta. I really like like white sauce and pasta. You're so and weird. No, no red sauce all the way. No, red sauce is it's not bad. But it's much better than white sauce. Nah, it's much much better than white than white sauce. No, you, no well, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's, that's, that's fake news, isn't it? No, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. Red red is much better. Um, but are you are you are you backloading because you're you're trying to cut some weight? I'm backloading because I didn't have any protein at lunch. Yeah, so you I have no choice but to backload. How much more satisfying is backloading though? It means I get to eat until I feel sick, which is yeah. kind of nice. Excellent. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's favourite pastime, I think, that listens to the Rub Muscle Podcast, right? Especially eat. you, listener. I know you like eating until you're sick. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. What? Speaking of listening to the the last Rubber Muscle Podcast, where I spoke about backloading your, uh, your food to try and help you lose weight, there was a glaring piece of the podcast that was missing because I did it on my own. And you know what that was, Alex? You do know uh, what it was. Yeah. I'm trying to get a new one of these tunes every week. I'm quite happy with this one. It's some some what random fella that? playing a saxophone. Music by Pedro on YouTube. Anyways, Alex, what's the fact of the week? Okay, so um, I was listening to a podcast on innovation and... Um, why people get stuck in ruts over time and they mentioned <laughs> hold, on hold on hold on why were you listening to this podcast I was going to skip over that bit <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and then it ended up talking about why we drive on the left hand side of the road or why we drive on the right hand side of the road and essentially the reason that in the UK people drive on the left hand side of the road is um, for, for swords play or, or, or more specifically, to to show that you don't, you're not carrying a sword, because it goes all the way back to like medieval times when people were riding horses around. You obviously because it's the devil to be left-handed. You'd always have your sword in your right hand. Right. 
that as you're approaching someone left on left, so it sends people on left hand side, you can oh, see, you their, can right see their sword. That's the same reason we shake hands with right hands as well, by the way. But surely, right, if you're, um, if you're, if you're walking or if you're driving towards someone left on left, you, that isn't, can you just joust the fuck out of them? Yeah, you'd be in a better position to joust them. You know that's super dangerous, right? Like, what? people die from that. Or from jousting? I don't know what happens that much anymore. <laughs> this is back in the day when, like, if you got injured, you were fucked because there was no anti-infection like, technology. You don't right. want to fight someone, isn't you? Point. Wow. That's an interesting fact. Yeah. Uh, the reason that in America they drive on the right-hand side of the road is... Um, we're getting two facts this week. Well, they're kind of connected, aren't they? Is that as you're like driving cattle or horses, it's easier to, to your strike with your right arm. That's where you hold switch, right? Yes. So if you're on the right side of the road, as you lean back to strike your horse to make it move, you're not going to hit any animals coming the other way. Ah. So they already weren't worried about uh, people jousting each other or... Uh attacking each other with swords well that's because America doesn't have a real history yeah that's what Um, I mean what about Europe then oh fuck that just to be awkward I guess no we're the awkward ones no almost almost exclusively the rest of the world drives on the right except for Australia and England and I think I think South Africa Safas let me know I'm not sure about that one. Well, yeah, but I need to explain to you the reason why. And this is the thing that people are stuck in that rut. There's no reason anymore to do that. In fact, it would make way more sense for everyone driving the right. Yeah, yeah it'd be cheaper for people that are making cars and stuff because then they, they don't have to make a different edition for Aussies yeah, and model. British people. Yeah. So this, this is just an example of people getting stuck in a rut because it's always what people do. Anyway, that's my fact. Oh, well, I, did, I, I enjoyed that fact, actually, to be honest. Good. I enjoyed it a lot more because it actually was not a made-up fact and it wasn't a, just a really boring fact. Good. Good start to the podcast, Alex. Good start. So, mate, what have we decided that we're going to talk about today on the Robuster Podcast? Muscle. Rugby. Oh, yeah? Is that it? <laughs> I think we're going, to talk, we're going to talk about putting some muscle on whilst they lean. Is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah, we're going to talk about muscle... Yeah, actually, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Muscle for rugby. Muscle gaining tips. We're just going to give a bunch of random tips um, in similar fashion to what I did on Tuesday, except uh, there's two of us, I guess, and except that it's a complete opposite. We're now not looking to lose fat. We're looking to gain muscle. So, Alex, do you want to give us, like, one tip to start off with? And it can be the same, hint, hint, it can be the same... One of the same tips that I gave for the fat loss. Gee, man, I... I Actually, know, scratch this. Let's establish some important reasons why you Brand. want to gain muscle Brand. for rugby. Because I think, um, like, when when people get too into the strength and conditioning world... Alex, I'm not directly pointing at you. Don't worry. But when we people get too... Uh, quote-unquote performance-focused. Um, I mean, we are a performance-focused podcast. We are trying to make you better rugby players. But in doing that, we're not saying that it's useless to gain muscle. In fact, we're saying it's very good for you to gain muscle. Alex, why is that? Oh, man, there's so many reasons. Um, for the biggest one, 
I, I think it's probably injury prevention. No. Yeah, looking good. Incorrect. Looking good. Yeah, there you go. Good. Yeah. So the biggest one is definitely so that you can look better in the mirror when you flex it. Not for anyone else, just for yourself. So when you flex in the mirror, you look be- you look awesome. Yeah, when you're sending selfies to people, yes, you- no, 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 not not anyone else other than yourself. You just look good for yourself. It's the best way to. It's the best reason to gain muscle. But aside from that, yeah, injury prevention is huge, right? So, um, that's why. I mean, there's a good reason to say. I mean, we know Johnny Wilkinson is stacked, but he used to absolutely smash himself in his younger days when he wasn't so stacked, and he was like little skinny Johnny. As a, I think he was 18 when he made his England debut. Yeah, something like that. And he wasn't ready for that level of physicality. And, and from then on, he well, had crocked shoulders. You know, a better example would be Matthew Tate. Yeah. He got bullied when he started playing for England. Absolutely bullied. Yeah. And, and, and that's, another, that's a, almost a separate point. But the fact that you get hit so hard, if you've got a little bit of lean tissue covering your joints especially... But even the muscles themselves, if they're stronger, um, then, it, like, for example, an old an old person is much more likely to injure themselves badly because they're so weak. Whereas you're going to be the complete opposite of an old person that's so weak that, you know, when you know when people are so old that instead of like falling over, you say they had a fall, <laughs> yeah. like like they caught a disease, like oh he's he's had a fall. Oh right, yeah, I've, I've fallen over already twice today, but luckily. I've got some muscle mass and uh, I can absorb that shock and I'm not, I'm not going to break a hip or something. Why did you fall over? Um, my dog... as well? My dog's lead. My dog trying yeah. to trip me up. She's trying to troll me. What a dick. Well, um, you know, yeah, I fell on my, like, my knee and then I looked around and no one else knew and no one, no one was any the wiser except now I've admitted it, but whatever. Thousands of people. Yeah, thousands. Is- um, yeah, now, now two that. extra people know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one of them's me, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> and it, uh, oh dear. Anyway, so if we, we can look a bit more closely at this this uh, muscle mass and injury prevention deal, if we particularly look at um, girls and knee injuries, that we look at that. Age, I mean, this is this is relevant for you, kind of, mate, because of your uh, your lack of knee. Yeah. Um, if we look at the speed in which a muscle can react to a stimulus, then the strength and the size of the muscle really helps with that. So if we look at women who are terrible at this because um, they're built badly, you see that when a, a girl and stops... And one or, listener that doesn't have a penis is now offended. That's okay. Jodie doesn't need penises, mate. <laughs> um when they stop on you often see their knee claps inwards, right? They have a spalgus collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts tons of strain on, on the uh, knee ligaments. When the when the, particularly the glute is big and strong and um, ready for work, it can react to stop that internal rotation really quickly. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Or, or quicker than it would if you didn't have that strength. So you, you can avoid falling so far that you, you damage your knee joints. And that, that applies all over the body. Yeah, that's just a really easy example for me. Excellent. Sweet. Hashtag science. And then, okay, so that's, that's one of the reasons why we want to be a bit stronger, we want to be a bit bigger, is this you do... Excellent. Good. 
yeah that's, so uh, that's my chat. so yeah so if you can grow bigger muscles they're just going to help you your bigger joints just stay a little bit safer bigger and stronger yeah and well and that was going to lead me to my point was a bigger muscle has more potential to be stronger uh, yes yeah i mean that's well, why sure. more that's why if you look at any weight category that. sport the 56 kilo guys or whatever aren't as strong as the bigger guys because the bigger guys have more muscle and therefore have more um, contractile units to fire when trying to exert force. Yeah, bigger's better. So, yeah, you get you get stronger, and if you get stronger, what what does that give us more potential for? Flexing in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good. higher potential for speed and power, mate. Yes. So yeah, you're just a better person to be stronger. Gone, gone are the days where. You're going to put on muscle and you're going to be that slow lummox around that people get annoyed at. You're actually going to, like, if you put on muscle properly and, I don't know, maybe you listen to the Rubby Muscle podcast, I don't know, maybe you do the Rubby Muscle Beast program that you can pick up at tj-strength.com forward slash guides. Um, maybe you eat properly and you're actually still training whilst putting on this muscle you don't get slower in fact you have more potential to be faster to a point to a point yeah i mean there's a there's a a limit to- yeah there's a limit where the weight uh call it like it, let's let's be technical here well semi-technical right so there's a limit where you're just too heavy and then that means that the gravitational force is too much so that you just cannot produce, you cannot be uh, the fastest person ever. But th- this is something that only really applies to like Olympic level sprinters, such as Harry Akins, who, if you follow on Instagram, is a absolute beast. Is this the guy you spoke about the other day? Yeah, him. So he's one that's too big almost to be the best sprinter in the world. Like he, he would have to lose muscle to be as fast as possible but most of us are never going to get anywhere near that level and if you are if you're like oh tj i've put too much muscle on and now um it's caused me to be slower i would put you on a speed program and all of a sudden you'd get faster and if you can maintain that muscle mass win 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 right yeah but if i was to but if you were to say um tj oh you know i've got i've put on loads of muscle and I've actually maintained my speed. Awesome. That's what we would predict. And now yeah, you're a bigger player, person player, at the player. same speed. Yeah. It's like the same. It's like an, an issue that most people won't need to worry about unless they've trained uh, poorly. Oh, it's fuck like, you then. I slowed, I slowed down a ton when I caught Yeah, but if you, you. If, you dedicate, if you had the same dedication to speed that you did to putting on the size and you really wanted to keep that speed, you would. But the sp- yeah, sp- and sprint and speed wasn't as important to you. Yeah. And right. we haven't given any muscle gaining tips yet. I just thought about this. And we're way Well, let's, um, let's just talk about one more benefit because it kind of ties in the speed deal. All right. Uh, even... So rugby is a collision sport, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a big deal, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to want to win the collision, it helps to be bigger. For sure. I mean, it just makes you. It doesn't make you a better player per se, 
but it, it makes you harder to, harder to tackle. I mean, look at... Did you watch the Sunwolves play at the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Their 13 was an absolute unit. And yeah. he, he was like the one... Pretty much the only player on the Sunwolves making yards. What a good game that was, by the way. I, I, I absolutely... Enjoyed it. I watched it thinking, here we go, the... Uh, some walls are going to get blown away and it wasn't too bad pretty competitive at the start that that was about as competitive a game as a New Zealand team has been with a team from another country so credit yeah. to the Japs okay, yeah I thought I thought the refereeing was pretty dire but, anyway um, yeah yeah so essentially being bigger um, it makes you harder to tackle it makes you harder to stop okay Mm-hmm. We've all played against those guys who are fucking giants, and it's an absolute ball ache. Yeah, and and it's nothing to do with, you know, their skill level or whatever. It's just because they're big, and it's it's just it just is more difficult. Now, if you can, if you already have that skill level and you get bigger, oh my god, you're a much better rugby player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool, but mo- mostly flexing the mirror to yourself, right? Yeah, that's, that's the reason I do it. Preferably naked. That's um, <laughs> that's the best way. Uh, excellent, excellent. Right. Um, so let's get, let's uh, give out some tips, and I want to I want you to give this tip, Alex, because it's almost in because I want to give it so it addresses a point that would be made as a counter to your original point. So let's look at Manu Tuolangi, right? Mm-hmm. And let's look at. Sean O'Brien. Now, I was about to say, well, I'm not going to name names, but I just didn't. I named two names. That's exactly what I did. Um, some people have put on a lot of muscle. Um, Kean Healy, I guess, is also another one, right? Some people have put on a lot of muscle, and as a result, potentially, of gaining so much muscle, they seem to pick up more injuries. But you just said that muscle can help prevent injuries. So give me a tip that would help combat that. Right. I mean, you or can't or, or that would but, more... Give me a tip that would actually emphasise the point you're trying to make as to how gaining muscle can help prevent injuries rather than create injuries. Um, this actually raises a big point about the sport at the moment as well, but that's not what you're getting at. So we're talk, you're talking about um, creating muscle imbalance. Mm-hmm. But in balance, not imbalance. Um so, so I'm talking about creating a balanced muscle, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you're talking about really um, joint centration, which is what it's called, kind of keeping the joint safe and in the right place. Mm-hmm. Whereas if, say, you're doing, and it's a big field, because people do tons and tons of front delt work without even realizing it. And that's slowly, but surely putting your shoulders out of position, right? Ish. Um, so it needs to be balanced out some way. This is, and the same reason, like, People tend to do very little hamstring work, but a lot of quad work. Um, and that's going to put excess strain in your knee joints. So some people will look to get injuries just because they're, they're maybe just working um, one side of their body. We'll put it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm with you. So people, um, so so I guess, let's, let's actually put, make a point to this. You're... Number one tip would be to not just train the mirror muscles. Yeah, because backs are cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other point I wanted to make on this, so you spoke about Tuolangi and, and Kian Healy and such. Um, Kian Healy's a fucking awesome player, by the way. Um, 
if you look at the size of rugby players these days... I want to go. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right, mate. Size and speed rugby players today, just the, the level of collision is phenomenal. Yeah. So we're starting to see more and more injuries. I think I see a proper injury every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because everyone's bigger and faster now. Yeah. And I, the actual level of impact is huge. I'd agree with that. And I'd, I'd say, actually... Oh, we should do we should do one podcast just on about philosophy of where we think rugby's going, but that's for another podcast. I just want to address one point that I would make in that future podcast is I do think that the rugby season is going to change because the demands on especially like on a professional and or even like even the more social levels are getting a much higher standard as well, right? Um, sure. And it's it's on a schedule that's almost on a par with the soccer slash football season, right? Which is a very little impact in comparison. And I think that rugby is actually going to go towards like more NFL style, like shorter seasons just because of like NFL is a real short season and it works even though even the NFL season is quite taxing, but it runs from what September till January. Do you think we'll see something like um, the Southern USA system where we have a break? Like you have a, uh, a season, a short break and a season, and then the end of the year? I don't know. I just think something will eventually change. But yeah, um, we're way off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I do, I do, that's what I think might happen. Yeah, you're right. There's lots of collisions. And sometimes injuries are like inevitable, which is oh, even more of a... Which is more of a... Hold on, I'm going somewhere with this. So you're saying, so your point was to not uh, just work the mirror muscles. Make sure that you you pull what you can push, etc., etc., etc. That you have you build a balanced muscle, right? Yeah, I mean, unless you have got other goals as well. I like, see if you're a powerlifter, for example, you probably should be bench pressing more than you can row. Right, but we're not looking as a at rugby that, player. You you want to give rounded, yourself sure. yeah as little chance to get injured as possible. And I would also uh, say that what's important is that you really try and use good form. And, like, yeah. that's obviously such a stereotypical fucking cop-out answer to say. Like, oh, yeah, do the exercises right. Well, no shit. Obviously, I'm going to try and do the exercises right. But it is really important um, when you're trying to gain muscle for a bunch of reasons. And, I mean, I guess the most point, the most important reason is again injury prevention um i think when you've got guys that are naturally really big or even unnatural really unnaturally really big it's even more important that they move correctly because there's more force so say if you're weak as piss right and your squat Mm -hmm. form is bad okay yeah you've maybe got say we've got 50 kilos oh now whoever uh squats 50 kilos is upset about being weak as piss Anyway, no, they should be. This is a, this is a, just a comparison here. So we're doing so. Say someone back squats fifty kilos, and their knee caves in a little bit, or their form isn't quite good. They don't. They they maybe push onto their toes just a little bit, right? That's not gonna create too much in the way of um, injury risk. Okay, but if say if another person does the same thing with two hundred kilos then we are at more of a risk of injury. So um, that's number one reason why you should use good form. It's just that so you, as you get more weight, as you build more muscle, you want to make sure you're um, 
decreasing your risk of injury as much as possible in that instance and for the future. And for the future, we mean if you're using good form, you build the muscle in the right places. So if you if you always squat and let your knees cave in, eventually you're not going to build uh, as big a glutes because your knees cave in every time and you rely too much on your quad, right? Yeah, but right? massive, mate. Hmm? Your VMO would be massive, though. Yeah, but you don't want a massive VMO. You want massive glutes because that's what's going to make you faster, right? So you also use good form so that you can build muscle in the right places. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's legit. It's important to... Yeah, let's look at um, foundations. If the foundation's funky, it's going to fall apart at some point, right? Mm-hmm. That's an easy way to look at it. You've got to build it right from the start. Yeah. And if you look at... Um, you can even see it from a skill point of view. So you look at like, the smaller players. Yeah. Um, they would work hard as well. Like some of the best tacklers like, out there are the guys who are smaller because they had to get it right. You know. Yeah. yeah Excellent sure point. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll carry on from that. But... No, you can go next. Um, you can either give me a re- another reason why using perfect form is going to uh, build more muscle which is what I want you to do, or you can just make another point. Let's use a perfect form one then. So, um, if you lift properly and safely, you end up being able to use more load. Um, mm-hmm. And as everyone knows, a big load's better. Because um, you get more adaptation from that, you'll be able to grow more muscle using heavier weight. Does that make sense? Nice. Yeah. Um, and not only that, you're, you're cutting out inefficiencies yeah, so uh, give me an example, I, I guess, go on. Give me an example where, where people usually go wrong with a deadlift and why using good form is going to make them better. Well, I, did, I did this the other day myself and it fucked my back up. Um, so if your lats aren't engaged properly when you deadlift, um, the bar ends up coming out in front of your body, right, which creates a sheer force in your lower back. Yeah. Um, um, increasing, well, the sheer force is by the body. That's just an injury risk. Yeah. Um, but what actually makes it harder is to use heavier weights and thus decrease your, your, your gains as such is that any time you increase the distance of the bar from your centre of gravity, the lift becomes that much harder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And therefore, you're gonna, you, so therefore, if you do it right, you're going to lift more weight. And if you're going to lift yeah. more weight, you're going to put on more muscle. Yeah, win, and you load the win, muscle in the right win, places. Win. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then the last point I want to say, and this is this applies to you half benches and half squatters, right? Another reason to use perfect form is if you use the full range of motion, you're actually going to um, gonna use more of the muscle. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll use bench because we've, we've done squat, we've done deadlift, let's do bench. Um, if you only work on the, like if you don't go for a full range of motion and, and get the dumbbells or barbell to your chest, you only go like halfway, like 90 degrees, you're only you're not recruiting the whole of the chest to do that movement, and therefore you're not going to grow the whole of the chest. If you bring it all the way down, you're also getting a bit more of a stretch on the chest, and you're moving it through more of a distance. So I think you spoke about this before on a previous podcast, right? It's not just about uh, force and reps. It's force, reps, distance, okay? So if you can increase that distance for each rep, you're going to increase the muscle that you're going to grow. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Pew, pew, pew. You... What the Excellent. fuck was that? That was me shooting the haters. 
<laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, I mean... Cool. All right, let's move on from that now. Let's give uh, three more three more muscle-gaining tips. Um, I guess I'll go first, because I've got a point. Eat more food. It's, real, it's about as simple as a muscle-gaining tip as you can get. When people tell me, like... Uh, like, and that's one of the emails that we we get quite a bit is, hey, we you know we've been doing this training, this training, and whatever, and I just can't just can't grow muscle. I just can't seem to gain any weight. Well, first off, if you're definitely not gaining weight, then you need to eat more. It's as simple as that. Um, we said you know losing fat is about calories in versus calories out so is gaining muscle you need to intake more calories so that your body has the energy to build muscle and then therefore you build muscle and you look in the mirror and you look great we're coming back to this mirror thing quite often is this because you've lost a lot of weight mate you're trying to uh no i'm building muscle you're still leaner than you were um Anyway, yeah, that's um, that's an excellent point. You're just providing raw material, essentially. Yeah, yeah you're making life easy for your body. Yeah, because if it's it's like trying to build, if you're not eating enough, it's like trying to build a building without any fucking bricks. Yeah, which is really difficult. Really, yeah, difficult. use those bricks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's impossible. Well, you just have to have lots of um, And then there's something to be said also. This is like a side point or, a, you know, like one of those bonus points for this point is don't be afraid to like gain a little bit of fat. Like say if you've got like the most shredded abs, maybe you're going to gain a little bit so that you can't, you, you, you still might be able to see them, but you don't quite, quite see them as much or you can't see them at all because, because um, like there's a reason that bodybuilders aren't competing every single week. Because in order to really gain muscle, you actually have to eat a lot of food. And you will, like, and you do risk or run the risk or run the reality of having to gain a little bit of fat. But if you can gain extra, extra muscle by doing that, that's even better. Whereas if you try and shoot to only gain lean muscle and not put on a gram of fat with that, you're probably going to put on, like, two pounds in six years, like, if, you, if you're lucky, right? Yeah, I think people need to uh, just be realistic about it. And then that ties into having some long-term goals as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, for so sure. You don't, you don't need to do everything in a few weeks. But, so I had a, I had a client. Um, he's, a, he's a good athlete. He's a Commonwealth Games-level athlete. And he had a bet, a free grand bet, they'd lose, I can't remember how much it was, like two stone or something. If that's the case, then shit, yeah. Have do something drastic and try and uh, and try and lose that weight super quick but unless you've got like three grand on the line you're probably okay to take a bit of time about it yeah so, yeah 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 and and um, and don't worry because obviously there's a reason there's bulking and there's cutting now you obviously want to avoid the trap of being in the the never ending cycle of bulking too fast gaining loads of fat and then cutting too fast and losing all the muscle and the fat and it just ends up being a bad cycle. That's why you should get some sort of uh, mentor or guidance, objective views to see how you're doing. The trick but, is to uh, just stay bulking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. But that was going to lead me to my last point in about when we're talking about muscle. Actually, yeah, my next point about muscle, gaining muscle is, is going to be don't 
be no, not be. Don't be afraid to gain fat. We just said that one. What was going to be my point? Oh, don't gain muscle. Don't gain weight too fast as well. So, don't end up just being a fat bastard. Yeah, that's a big deal. Again, this is this is controlling your your calorie intake. Yeah. So, did you have a do you have a preference on try and gain? Um, uh, I reckon oh. never more. You should never really look at gaining more than maybe like two percent of your body weight uh, a month. I think that's a yeah, and that's that's um, not much, you know. No. Yeah. But it's. I mean, for newbies, we can change that. But I mean, I mostly deal with people that are already kind of experienced, like that's why they come to me. If you're a complete newbie. Yeah, you you may get newbie gains and stuff, and that's awesome. And it's hard to put recommendations on that because some people can put on twenty pounds within their first like two months of training, or even quicker. Or if you've had a time of where you've dropped off, or no, that's about it, really, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if you've had a uh, if you have been training like a, a douchebag, and all of a sudden you get handed a program that's real quality. There's some definitely. That's the only time when you can get the exceptional results where you lose fat, gain muscle, and you gain a shit ton of muscle, or one of those like variations of it. Otherwise, stick to the simple things, which was going to be my last point. Uh, stick to the simple things, you know, gain uh, minimal or gain, you know, enough muscle, but don't be a fat bastard. But make sure you are actually gaining weight. Make sure the scale is moving up or down. I mean, up when you're trying to gain muscle, down when you're trying to lose fat. Simple as that. Yeah, I'm going to add a, a, a final point of this as well. That's all right, mate. Yeah. Add weight to the bar. Oh, cool. Good man. Because this was, this was what I meant or what I was going to get at when I was saying about keeping it simple. So I don't want to see... like People get too wrapped up in the idea of, oh, muscle gaining tactics and tricks and trying to trick your body in to gain in growth i don't know what body or what thing ever circumstance happens where someone gets tricked and they start growing muscles (laughs) (laughs) or like or like your body or your muscles have a conscience that you're not in control of and so they think oh what's going on here let's better grow better look good (laughs) yeah summer's coming (laughs) i don't get it i don't get it oh Oh, hold on here. He's gone straight from one exercise to the other. I guess I better start growing. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. The way the, you know, there are certain things that you can use for a couple weeks, you know, maybe twice a year or something like drop sets and stuff like this. But drop sets and all different fancy bastard ways of training shouldn't be the norm. The norm should be, you know, so yes, supersets are fine and giant sets are fine because they're not really, that's not really a special tactic. You're just trying to save time. Like, I don't understand, like, why people do straight sets anymore. Like, a whole session of just straight sets. Think that you're wasting your time. Do some supersets. But apart from that, like, yeah, you've got your, you know, your drop sets or your weird load where you're constantly adding weight rep by rep or you're doing something crazy. Like, that shouldn't be the norm. That should be the exception that maybe you do 
at the end of a six-week cycle or you spend four weeks at the end of a muscle gain phase focusing on that. But otherwise, your training should look week to week, very similar and gaining, you know, adding weight to the bar or adding reps, right? Yeah, I mean, I spoke to Adam sets yesterday. Spoke to who? Wenham? Wenham? Kia. Yeah. I don't know his name. It was the Instagram deal. And we were just speaking about how like, my program at the moment is literally just adding two and a half kilo a week to my weights mm-hmm. until I can't do anything else, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly the same as what he's doing with his guys, you know? Yeah. And also, it's- by that, it means you know and i think we might have given this advice before but when you're keeping it simple it is is important to and i I said this to you about my squats that i did uh earlier this week right sometimes it's really beneficial to be super conservative and i mentioned this in the rugby muscle beast program it's super like take it super conservative for the first couple weeks and that way you don't blow your load too early. I mean, it's a, it's becoming a catchphrase of the Rubber Muscle podcast, right? Don't blow your load too early. Do you know who... Um, Blew their load too early? Who <laughs> Blaine Summers is? Yeah. Blaine Sumner. Yep. Yeah. He hasn't missed a lift in, he, he says, about five years. Jesus. You know? Um, and this is a guy who's literally the strongest guy in the world. Hmm. for squat bench deadlift yeah so and then if you want to use, I mean that guy's a perfect example he hasn't overexerted himself every lift he knows he's going to make and he makes he's taking it conservative he's got a thousand pounds the other day and it looked fast yeah he's but he's taking it conservatively and he's stayed so patient that he's ended up being the strongest man in the world so nice little and also he's massive He's fucking huge, yeah. But yeah, I guess those are our muscle gaining tips. Um, well, I haven't got any more to add, to be honest with you, mate. Have you? Um, yeah, actually. Briefly. You've got to be the important ones. They've got to be important ones. Go on. One more point. Yeah. Um, weekly volume trumps daily volume. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so again, I, I'll use my own programming for, as an example right now. Um, my daily volume per lift or per body part is fairly low, mm-hmm. but then I'm doing nearly 20 sets a week of each major lift. Yeah. You know, and that, that's some high volume, right? And it's not always heavy, heavy, heavy. It's like a heavy, medium, light kind of time. And that, and that works like a bunch of ways as well. So, for example if you don't have time to fit in your accessory work, that's okay. Go do it another day, you know? And as a, and then maybe you do have time next week. Get it cool. Get it all done. Yeah. And over so, time you're increasing more volume. Um, yeah. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. And that, that comes back to what have a plan deal as well, doesn't it? It comes back to like taking it long term and not trying to get everything in one go. Yeah. Speaking of all of the above, if you are looking at gaining some muscle, some quality muscle that you can use on the rugby pitch. Um, I'm not going to actually go onto my site and read the, the exact spiel, but it's a good fucking program, man. And it's 13 weeks. Um, go ahead and grab it on TJ strength. I almost said TJ strength. It confused me then because our sites are different. TJ forward slash guides, or just send me a message 
and I've, I've I've already made it to the guys that um, hit me up on Instagram. I'll give them a free recipe guide to go with the program as well. They actually, you actually also get, so it's not just a guide where, oh, today is four sets of 10. I introduce every single week personally. I keep tabs of you to make sure you're keeping up the program. At the beginning of the program, we give you a rough guide on um, your carbs, protein, fat, your diet intake with a little cheeky meal planner involved. And which adjusts depending if you gain or don't gain weight. Eventually, you should be gaining weight. It's 13 weeks long, so that's the, the long term, the goal setting, all provided in there with that. And as I said, actually, the best way to do it is just shoot me a message at tj.strength on Instagram because then I can give you a free little freebie on top of it. Awesome. Alex, that was a good pop, mate. Just say goodbye say to other mate, people. I like it. Where can people find you? Uh, collision and combat on the social medias and that's where you will see you taking pictures of your jack body with no pants on um i did that one time got taken down dm not like dicks <laughs> so homophobic if <laughs> instagram doesn't <laughs> like dicks that's not true mate I've, I've i've seen what my discover page has shown me lots that's of douche, lots of dicks yeah, no, anyway I, yeah my, my instagram is mostly me doing some lifts I, I just talk about why I'm doing my and stuff. And you being self-deprecating. Yeah. To be fair, no, my dentist has been pretty shit recently. Though. I enjoy <laughs> it. It's, it's, it's lots, if you want to look at lots of uh, videos of someone lifting over 200 kilos and then get, and telling, telling you how much he sucks, go ahead and follow collision underscore and underscore combat. If you want to see random uh, tips, hashtag just a tip, and I'm going to start uploading some of my uh, videos as well of my lifting. It's just been difficult because I use my phone to listen to music and then I'm not taking my iPad to the gym, except I am now. So I can get some recording done and I'll send some, put some pics up. TJ.strength on all of the socials, actually. And if you would be so kind as to give us a five-star review on iTunes, uh, write a little spiel if you want and we'll read it out on the next podcast. I, I, I've been saying that for a few weeks, but we haven't got one for a while, right? No. I'm saying that because you can see the UK feed. I can see the US feed. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, yeah, like I say, please give us a five-star review. I do appreciate all the emails that we say uh, that give get back to us, giving positive feedback. And I really, really appreciate anything on iTunes. It really does help the show. And as we said in a previous podcast, oh no, I said it in an email, the rising tide raises all boats. Thanks for listening, guys. See you. The fuck was that?